and welcome to another live webinar brought to you by India Sourcing Trip. I'm Megla Bhardwaj and today I have two lovely ladies with me here, Athena Saveri and Yana and Melissa is going to be joining us soon. Hi ladies, how are you? Hello Magla. Hey Magla, thank you for having us today. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, cool. So what I want to do today is um, I wanted to talk a little bit about how we can get more women speakers to speak at conferences because you know Athena of course you are um, a trip organizer a conference organizer Yana you've spoken at so many conferences and Melissa who's going to be joining us is also a conference organizer so I wanted to um, you know pick your pick your brain a little bit and uh, there are two objectives of this uh, webinar today first of all if there are any women out there who want to speak at conferences but don't have the confidence to do so I want to help them, uh, maybe give them some strategies or, or, or give them some confidence uh, to be able to approach conference organizers and get speaking gigs. And the second thing I, I hope we can do is also provide some tips and advice to conference organizers on how they can attract more women speakers. Right? You good with that? Perfect. Okay, awesome. Okay, so first of all, before we start, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit and also talk about what is your topic at Branded by Women? Because both of you are speaking at Branded by Women, right? So yes, Athena, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay, so hi, everyone. Um, I started in the Amazon space five and a half years ago, but my background is actually in event and community building. So I have a trip to China called China Magic, and I have a mastermind called Titan Network, but more than that, it really started with putting together smaller events like in coffee shops. We did like a cruise. And believe it or not, most of the people that would come to my events were fellow women. So I've been sort of part of this female movement for quite some time. Um, and I think that it's just a beautiful movement. And I love what Megla and Yana do um, and how much you guys you know, stand up for women and, and really provide so much inspiration. So in Branded by Women, I'm going to be talking about mindset which for me is such an important topic because if you don't have the belief in yourself that you can make things happen, then it doesn't matter if you have all the best tactics in the whole world. If you don't have that mindset that you're going to actually make things happen, you know what your goals are, you're really diligent, you've got the work ethic, then you know all of the rest doesn't really matter so much. So I'm very excited to be presenting on the topic of mindset with some really strong, amazing women. Um, so that's going to be fantastic. Wow, sounds good. Yana, what about you? Yeah, so um, I, I'm the owner of a translations agency. So I will be talking about uh, the best ways for you to expand to um, other marketplaces. Um, a lot of people still don't think of that as like being very simple and possible. And I would always encourage people to just go out there and expand because they can really do wonders for their revenues. And uh, in the first part of my presentation, I'll be talking a little bit about my background. I never talk about my background or, you know, who I was in my previous uh, pre-Amazon life. Uh, so I'll be sharing some of that. And uh, my background is in languages. And I'm really happy to be sharing, you know, like my, some of my passions, like, you know, playing the piano and languages and e-commerce, Amazon kind of all put together. So I, I think and hope that people will be motivated to, you know, just uh, pursue their dreams and no, no matter where they are. And to definitely think of like expansion as a possibility to get ahead of the game in this business. Right. That sounds interesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And um, hands of the ladies on this call right now. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. Thank you, Danny, and, for um, putting us all together. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Danny's done such an amazing job with this conference. Um, and yeah, my topic is actually very similar. Um, I'm focusing on my own story of entrepreneurship and, um, you know, that the kind of hardships that I've faced over the last few years and overcoming obstacles again in the hopes of maybe inspiring some other women who are facing similar issues as well. Okay, awesome. So first of all, I want to ask you guys, I mean, do you do you agree that there is a lack of women speakers at conferences? And what sort of change have you seen over the last um, few years? And uh, Athena, why don't you start first? Because you, of course, attend a lot of conferences yourself. <laughs> And, uh, and, and, you know, you organize your trip as well. I've heard you talk about the very first China trip that you attended and how there were very few women over there. But of course, in China Magic, we know that there are a lot many, uh, you know, a lot of women and maybe even a higher percentage of women than men <laughs> or an yeah. almost equal number. Yeah. yeah. So what are your observations in general about women speakers at conferences? Well, the Amazon space in general, I saw some statistics where it was under 30% of Amazon sellers are actually female. So there's that, right? Um, and as you mentioned, when I went to China with someone else's trip, they had organized the trip. I was one of three women out of 60 men. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was, <laughs> what was that like? <laughs> yeah. And anyway, I won't even <laughs> tell you some of that. But I mean, I remember one gentleman came up to me and approached me and asked me how my husband allowed me to travel to China. Uh. Meaning that I come from a very strong, my mother is a very strong woman. She's Latin, she's an actress, and she's always very much empowered me to believe in myself. And so I never really ran into that whole like, female, male, like it just wasn't even in my world. I didn't even think much of it. But in that moment, I was like, wow, they really have this strange idea that women belong like in a kitchen barefoot or I don't know. And um, for me, like I am a mother and I love being a very hands-on wife. I am domestic. I'm not saying that I need to be a man. I don't want to be a man. I love being a woman, but I also feel that we deserve the respect and appreciation of who we are. And so one of the things I notice is that women tend to learn a little differently. We're a little bit more sensitive. We're more, I mean, this is not everyone. And, and like I said, every human being is very different, but I think that, you know, um, we we're not as much like competitive, like what's the latest hack. It's more like, how do we build a brand? How do we create something meaningful. So I've noticed that when you have a woman on stage, she can communicate a bit differently than possibly a man would. And I think having that mix is so special. So I think at every conference that I um, put on, I love having a mixture. You know, I don't want it to all be women and I don't want it to all be men. I feel like there's men and women that are all valuable, but I do love the female, you know, touch. And I think it's very important. Yeah, totally agree. And, uh, so over the last few years, I mean, have you seen an increase in more women, you know, in, in Amazon conferences and other conferences as well? Because you attend a lot of, you know, marketing related or other general conference conferences. So have you seen an increase in more women speakers? I have seen an increase. I know that it's actually something that some conference um, creators are sensitive to because if they don't provide 
the female, then they actually get people coming up to them and asking them like, hey, I don't see any female speakers here, right? So it's become a thing. And I am so like honored and proud to have seen the progress. And I feel like you, Megla, and you, Yana, have been sort of part of the spearhead of making this happen. And they're all the women that you see on the Bread and by Women, they've all had their parts of sort of breaking through that barrier and setting an example. So I think that it's come a tremendous way in the last five and a half years that I've been a part of it because even, I mean, it's, it's this bad. We'd be at a conference and the male's restroom would have this huge line and there'd be like no one in the female restroom, which is just the most oh, really true. Because usually it's the other way around, right? And yeah. I, yeah. But, you know, part of what I have done in my life is I have located and um, empowered a lot of females myself. So if you look at the Titan leaders, we've got a lot of women and even Brandon by Women has some of our members that kind of have been a part of my community. And they started out as, you know, just sellers. They were very shy. They wouldn't go in front of the camera. And I just kind of like was like, come on, we've got this. Let's do this. And just sort of enhancing their you know belief in themselves. And now there's some of the best speakers I've seen in the female entrepreneur space and you'll see a lot of them in branded by women so sometimes it's just a matter of giving that little extra jolt to kind of get them going so yeah awesome hey melissa how are you i'm so sorry my goodness but hey success i got in <laughs> okay awesome cool okay cool so um yeah we did a bit of uh, you know introductions and we were talk we, we had got to the first question so melissa why don't you introduce yourself a little bit and tell us about the topic that you're covering at branded by women Sure. So um, for those who don't know me, my name is Melissa Simonson. I um, run the Empower E-Commerce Cooperative, and uh, that's a nonprofit member-owned co-op founded to help e-commerce entrepreneurs. And um, I hosted the uh, first Empower Women's Conference in February. And uh, my topic for the Branded by Women Conference coming up is to be your own hero. And I'm really excited to talk about that because, um, you know, I think we all need that sometimes. And sometimes... It's easy to say the words, but it's so much more difficult to actually say, you know, what does that mean in actual steps that I can take every day? Right. Totally makes sense. So, um, Yana, let me come to you. What have you seen in, uh, you know, you, of course, speak at a lot of conferences yourself in the U.S. and Europe. So are you seeing more women speakers uh, speaking at these conferences increasingly? Yes, I would definitely say uh, not not only like uh, more speakers, but also more attendees, like more you know ladies being you know coming uh, to the conference to check it out, how it looks like. Because I remember my my ever first Amazon conference was in Hamburg about three and a half years ago, and at that point I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know, I just knew it was going to be like about four hundred people, and that's that. And so I went there, and I was just shocked to see that. I was the only lady there at that point. And so all around me were just men. And I was just like, wait, this is this like, and then I could see like the only, like the other ladies were waitresses. And that was like, there were like no female attendees over there at all. And then I saw one lady and I'm like, I just have to talk to her. I just have to ask her if this is something which is normal or if this is something like specific for this conference. And then she just told tells me, yeah, you know, like the, these conferences, it's like it's all it's all men, like it's a it's a men's game, and like you won't see any anybody else. Like you're you just like stop searching for other female attendees here. 
And I'm like, what? And I was in shock. And then the next conference I went to after that, absolutely the same. But at that point, I'm like, yeah, so I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm not, not going to see anybody else here. And then, like, I went to um, Prague uh, uh, last year. That was like my first big conference. And I was very surprised to see, like, other, you know, speakers who were, you know, like, uh, I met Athena there for the first time. And I was like, wow, like, there's so many amazing women out there and like so much uh, good energy and everything and i was just uh so thrilled that i was not like you know all by myself you know like because you know it's all like you're gonna stand you don't you don't belong to any of the circles like with a man they're just gonna kind of stick together and you're like yeah you talk to someone but you're not actually part of their circle like i don't know how to explain it but i just felt like an outsider but then in prague like i found a lot of uh uh, very amazing, like a uh, woman who I'm uh, very proud to call friends today. And uh, I was just, uh, I just felt accepted. My, my confidence kind of was bigger and I just felt accepted. And it just it was the best feeling ever. And then I remember this moment, like it was uh, Danny's Seller uh, Sessions live in London. And then Athena said at one point, hey, we should all like get all the ladies together. We should all get like a group uh, picture. And on yeah. that picture, I think there was like, 30 uh you know like 30 ladies and i was like wow is this like is this happening like is this possible <laughs> and uh, i honestly also think that a lot of people who want to organize conferences now they want to have more female speakers and i was also i was also um talking to kevin king at the apari conference Melissa's conference in la and he also told me like look like i'm looking for more female speakers because everybody's telling me like, oh, I just have guys like all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think also that, you know, like the audience wants like something new, like fresh new faces. And I think that now is the best time to reach out, reach out to all of these organizers, like to everybody, like go, go out there and like uh, spread the word, like on the podcast. I think now more than ever, people would be open to accepting new people. And now is a good time to reach out if you were shy or if you thought that you were maybe not good enough or your story was stupid, I would say like to go and try to reach out to people because I think people are now more than ever happy to embrace, you know, women as entrepreneurs and also as, as um, uh, somebody who's going to give good content and amazing tips for your business. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Melissa, you've organized, of course, a women's conference, plus you also organize uh, the Empowery Conference, right? Uh, which is, of course, a mix of both men and women speakers. So, what is your ex what was your experience organizing uh, the women's conference, and you know what what uh, why did you do it, and what was your experience? Yeah, you know, I just kind of started with the um, the event scene last year. Um, for me, as an introvert, that that was a, just already a huge step, just going to the conferences. And over the last um, you know year year and a half. It's been a slow transition into that being really the forefront of what seems to be working, right? You do more of what works and less of what doesn't. And um, and I started to see very, very quick, even at like traffic and conversion and prosper and stuff like that, there was still a huge disparity in the number of men versus the number of women. And even if you're able to find a group of women, like Yana was saying, and like Athena certainly found in, in London and Prague and stuff, um, you might find a lot of women who are attending, but there's still a disparity in male to female speakers. There might be, at some events, there might be 60% women. Like there could be a lot more women than a, than a typical event, but there's still only like one woman speaker. <laughs> 
And so um, I started to see, you know, being unfamiliar and feeling, you know, uncomfortable and nervous in these situations anyway, I felt like when I'm listening to these speakers, I feel even a little more um, out of place, I guess. But when a woman would come and speak, then I felt like, okay, no, she's right. I can do this. This is this is something that that I can do. And um, and having the female perspective, um, it just makes it more possible for us as women in the audience to put yourself in their shoes. As as when men are speaking, they just have a slightly different tone, and it's just not quite the same. Even though they have fantastic information, and there's nothing wrong with male speakers, um, it's just a different feeling that you get as a woman in the audience when you can put yourself in in their place of the person on stage. And um, so I started to see that. And so last year, I think it was around June or July, um, I was at IRCE. And um, and so I wanted to make sure that, you know, we got uh, we got the women together who were, you know, there were so many like the service providers and the e-commerce entrepreneurs. And so we kind of did a thing with that on the last day. And then I thought, you know, if we just show that there are enough women speakers to run an entire event, that there are enough speakers out there who are qualified and have, you know, really fantastic advice and hacks and trips, tricks and, you know, tips and all of the, the things that you look for in a, in a really wonderful speaker to do the whole event with no male speakers, then they will see that there is at least enough to have half women and half men or, you know, whatever the, the topic requires. So um, that's that was what I wanted to show is, you know, let's do one that has only women speakers and then people will start to see, you know, OK, we can bring more of these in. And then if you have an event that has, you know, 18, 20, 30 women speakers, then the pool of speakers for other people who are hosting events increases that much more. And so then they can contact these women that now, okay, they're kind of in the, the speaker pool. We have some actual data for, you know, how it went at that event and, you know, what people are saying about that speaker and their talents and their um, speaking ability. And so then they're more likely to be uh, requested at Prosper or ASD or things like that. And and that can only be good. That can only be good because that will increase even at the typical events uh, that will increase the male to female ratio speakers. Right. That totally makes sense. I think uh, Athena might be having some technical issues. She dropped off. Um, we'll wait for her to get back. So, but I really like what you said. Um, you know, you wanted to show that, okay, there are women speakers out there. There are women who are experts in, uh, in a certain field. So I think that's really important because we, as women, and you know, especially me, I don't want to be put in a corner and I don't want to be told that, okay, here's your conference, here's the women's conference. I want to be part of the mainstream. And I think that should be the objective of you know these, these conferences that we do for women or maybe the podcasts that we do only for women. Uh, it's more to bring them into the mainstream to highlight that there are in fact a lot of, uh, there's a lot of expertise among women and to amplify their voice. This was something that Regina had mentioned in another webinar that I really liked. You know, she has her women on Amazon podcast and she said that's to amplify their voice. I really like that. I like um, that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what do you think conference organizers can do to attract more women? So I think the first thing is, of course, they they have to consciously make an, make a decision and they have to say that, okay, we do want X number of women speakers at our conference. Because speaking, um, 
you know, as a conference organizer myself, I, I organized Global Sources Summit in Hong Kong. And the first couple of events that I did, there were a lot of men's, men uh, as speakers, but very few women speakers. And I didn't realize that at that time, but people pointed it out to me. And then when I looked at the speakers and I was like, oh my God, yes, <laughs> there, there are hardly any women here. But what was happening was that I was being approached by a lot of men to speak at a conference. And very quickly, the speaker lineup would fill up. And, um, you know, I would I would kind of say that, okay, first come, first serve. So whoever came first, I would give them an, a spot at the, at the conference, of course, if they had good content and they were a good speaker. And suddenly, you know, I had my 15, 20 speakers and there were no other spots left. Yeah. And I realized that what was happening was that women were not approaching me to speak at the conference. That's yeah. one thing. I was being approached by a lot of men, but hardly any women. And then I had to make a conscious effort and I said, okay, I'm going to keep X number of slots for women. And first I'm going to, you know, get as many, see how many women reach out to me. If I don't get any women reach out to the, then I'm going to reach out to them and I'm going to try to fill those spots uh, with women speakers. So I think that's super important that conference organizers have to be conscious about this, right? Would you agree? I definitely agree. I think that, you know, it, some people are not going to like to hear that, by the way. They're not going to like to hear that we're reserving some spots for women. They're, they're going to say you should only be looking for, you know, the topic. But what you're trying to do as an event organizer is you're trying to make sure that you're speaking to the entire audience. And so you want to make sure you're covering all of the topics that are applicable to the audience. But if it will speak to a 50% or, you know, a huge portion of your audience um, by having it delivered slightly different, i.e. with a woman speaker, then that's something you have to address as, a, as an event to host as well. And there are women who go to these events. There, there's sometimes I'm surprised by how many women are at the events. And so I think that that's a thing that people need to consider is that's a part of speaking to your audience. And one, one big issue with um, people who are trying to organize the events is they have to invite speakers who will draw an audience. And because there's not very many women who um, are known in this space compared to the number of men who are known in this space, um, that's, that's a problem for event hosts. That's why I think it's important to have more of these women's conferences where there's so many women speakers because as they establish their name, then they're known speakers, then they're a draw, and then they can go to these bigger conferences as you know, a keynote or as a, a, you know, a well-known speaker at that point. But I think you're right. Um, I think you're right that um, in some cases, women do not um, approach you uh, for an e-commerce event in particular. Uh, I think that may just be we have a different nature uh, a little bit than men. <laughs> but I will say, you know, there were so many options for the women speakers at the Empowery Women's Conference, there were just a crazy amount of um, women who were approaching me. And I wish I could have chosen all of them, you know, because they were so qualified. They would have been amazing speakers. Uh, so I know that there is a, an abundance of women who are qualified to speak. And I think that um, we really do need to encourage them to step outside their comfort zone and maybe just be a little bit more um Oh, I don't know. Be a little more confident about your abilities and put yourself out there because I think that it's a huge thing for all of the women in this space, not just the woman who's speaking. Right. Absolutely. And um, yeah, if you won't ask, you won't get a yes. Right. You have to ask first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just have to. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I would just love to share my experience because this is exactly how I got to 
to my uh, first speaking gigs actually so like one of my first um the persons i contacted was augustus he is the organizer of the orange click events in prague and then i was i mean people didn't know about me back in the day and like they didn't know who i was and i was not being like super confident I'm, i was not like i know i'm the master of this and i'm just gonna like knock on the door and they're just gonna say yes and i don't care if they say no i was like what if they say no it means i'm stupid i it will confirm everything that i thought about myself like at that point and then i reached out to augustus and then he told me no exactly three times and oh and that and that point yeah he said no like i'm sorry like no and it was first for a virtual conference and then i'm like i was like really pissed off and i'm like okay i'm gonna reach out again and i'm going to show this guy that i really know what i'm doing and then i'm like listen i know you told me no like three times but you know like hear me out like let's make a um, one minute video i'll show you some tips and then you'll tell me like if it's good or not like let's do it and at that point i was just like what am i doing like i like i don't i don't know like i don't know where they came from i was just like i'm just gonna you know i'm just gonna present myself like i wouldn't i wouldn't like i thought i think because i didn't overthink it i just did it this is why i actually did it so if i if i had more time to kind of think about what the hell i'm doing i would have never dared to do so and so at the end i got to like record this like one minute video and then after that he was like yeah like well let's try let's have you at the virtual conference and see how it goes and then after that like you know one thing led, led to another and then i was invited to speak at the, the Prague like live conference blah blah and, and then after that i mean it was it was like a lot of work I, I was just like whoa like that was scary but you know as you said Madeline, like you never know and you know unless you try or ask and then after that you were the second person I actually reached out to and i was a little bit relieved because you were a woman and i'm like oh thank god Madla, she's, she's a lady i i, I kind of thought that the, the things it's not going to be that difficult for me as it was with you know like a, a guy at the beginning or with just like in my head it was like a little bit uh i was slightly relieved because you know i could talk to you and i'm like oh thank god and that went went, went well and then after that i'm like this is it i can do like whatever like and then i started like getting invitations to speak and not only reaching out to people and i just think that's uh that's very important you know like that you try and even though you fail you come back and you come back and you come back and even though people don't think you have a good content or anything they'll give you a chance because you're persistent and that was definitely my example and that worked so you know it was a it was a really rough rough beginning for me but uh i mean now looking back on all of those like things i did i'm just like was it actually me who did that did i reach out to all these people and you know and also like i mean coming from um serbia it's like a really small southeastern uh southeast european country and people here that they don't have this uh, mentality to kind of reach out they they don't know how to be salesly you know it's a completely different mentality than you have like in the states for instance you know i used to live in the states and this is what i learned there that you have to sell yourself and there is no room when you, somebody says no and you really want it you go you go there and try again no matter who you talk to like a, a woman or a man it doesn't really matter but what matters is that you are persistent and you're definitely going to to get there i mean so many different people have presentations and like a lot of them are i mean not everyone has good content but they're still out there and they're still speaking and you are still hiding behind your computer you know so i would definitely tell everyone to go and try and i'm pretty sure that they will be successful
I love that. I just want to jump in one sec. I will say such good advice because it is not in our nature necessarily. There's some women who are, you know, they're more able to do that. I'm not one of them. I admire them a lot. (laughs) Um, But I will say that for the Empowering Women's Conference in February, I had men who were offering to speak at an all women speaker conference. But at uh, the Seattle Summit, there were not people approaching us to speak at a mixed speaker conference. Uh, so, I mean, women feel more comfortable if it's only women, then there's like, OK, I'll do this, you know. But I think that there's a, a some kind of a block and I think it varies by the woman. But I think that you have to do exactly what Yana said. I love that. That's such an awesome story. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <you. laughs> um, and I think what also helps is if you uh, develop your expertise in a specific area, I think you become more confident in that. So Yana, you're, you know, translations and everyone knows that, okay, Yana, she specializes in translations. I've kind of focused on sourcing and specifically India sourcing and all. And Athena is a networking goddess. <laughs> um, so I think that also helps. Like if you do have an expertise or something that you specialize in, then you should build on it a little bit more and build that expertise. So Athena, we were just talking about, uh, you know, what can conference organizers do to attract more women speakers? What are your thoughts? Hmm. I think reaching out to like if you start off with a couple of women i think that they will attract the others so if i know for example that yana is going to be speaking at an event or or you megla or melissa like i think that would make me a little more comfortable than if it was just pure men so i think what you would do is you would start out with some of the women that are probably more confident and more used to speaking i would start with them and then i think you'll attract people that might not be as used to it or as known. So I'd start off with a couple of known women and then kind of branch out basically. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And um, we were just saying that, of course, more, more, you know, mostly men approach conference organizers to speak at conferences. Women don't. So conference yeah. organizers need to make a conscious effort and they need to say, okay, X number of slots are reserved for women. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and yeah. also you can reach out to people like ourselves like if a conference like I have plenty of people that are putting on conferences that contact me and say Athena I'm looking for you know a woman that's really good with social media for example right and one of the gals she actually came on a China magic trip with us as an attendee this girl she's 24 years old she has seven brands all doing seven figures right and most of the traffic that she built was off of Instagram and she's just an absolute genius and I didn't know anything about her but when she came on our trip she kind of took me aside and was like hey if you want I'll do a little presentation about Instagram and I was like okay cool and then I looked at her Instagram and I was like what on earth so like (laughs) never know who you're gonna get within your own world and sometimes you can kind of cultivate women and kind of you know graduate them to speakers and mentors within your own network. And then as an example, if someone were to approach me and say, hey, who do you know that's great with social media? I would definitely recommend this young lady because she's just brilliant. So I think that, you know, contacting people like ourselves is probably a good bet because we know who we have in our network. Right. Absolutely. So let's see who's watching. Hi, Anna. Anna is watching and she's saying, Yana, you gorgeous gal. I miss your curls and impeccable lipstick choices. <laughs> oh my God. I met Anna actually at your event. I love her. 
I yeah. met her in Hong Kong at the Global Sources. She is amazing. Hi, Anna. I hope to see you soon. I miss you too. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, she's really good. So we've got Akanksha from Delhi. She's actually from India. She's um she's a supplier. She's a factory boss lady. <laughs> she's you know manufacturing yeah, yeah. is a very male dominated industry, and especially in India, it is even more male dominated. So she's doing a really good job. She's uh, a woman, you know, running her her factory all by herself. So pretty amazing. Wow. Uh, cool. So guys watching, if you have any questions for our panel over here, feel free to uh, type your questions in. Or if you just want to, you know, post a comment or share your own experience, um, post it in the comments and uh, we'll involve you in the conversation over here. So, um, so we talked about how conference organizers can attract more women speakers. I think it, it's also about uh, things like, you know, what kind of uh, images or photos they're posting on their websites. If there are mostly men in the photos in the audience, if there are hardly any women speakers in the audience, then that will also kind of put off women speakers, right? They won't be that comfortable. Uh, so I think conference organizers have to be conscious of those little things as well, the little, the minor details that would attract more women uh, to, to their conference. So, um, um, so Athena, let me talk to you about your, uh, you know, China magic. Are, what are you specifically doing to attract more women? Or do you do anything specifically to attract women at your conference? Or are they automatically attracted because it's <laughs> a woman leading the event? <laughs> well, Megla, I don't want to tell this whole life story, but the reason I think a lot of the women follow me, I started off like I had a huge mommy following before I even got into Amazon. Right. And so then when I got into Amazon, I actually inspired a lot of them to get into Amazon as well. So my base audience started with females. And part of why I started these events is because I knew I wasn't strong enough in Amazon. I had a couple of products that were doing well, but I knew I didn't have the skill set to be able to properly take care of these girls, which is why I started bringing in these bigger sellers and I started using my networking skills to put on events specifically for the females. So a lot of my journey started with women, which isn't a normal thing. And how I started speaking even was at the Amazing Selling Machine Conference. They said, Athena, would you mind going and talking about how you built a community because they wanted other people in the audience to be able to build communities that whether it was like the people of New York or, you know, the, the young, the young Amazon sellers or whatever it was, but it was just the concept of bringing people together. Because I think for women, like we just have some commonality, which is part of why we enjoy being together. So that's kind of cheating. I'd say on why I have the females that have kind of like started with me, but that's obviously from five years ago. I think fast forward to now, they just feel more comfortable. Like what Yana was saying, like they feel comfortable. They know that when I take them to China, I'm going to take them to a beautiful hotel. They're going to have great food. They're going to have Pellegrino waiting for them. Like they know that it's not going to be some crazy trip. So I think the fact that you, Megla, and I know that Melissa also heads a, a trip as well, just having that like female touch, like we just kind of know how to take care of people, I think a little better um, than maybe a man might. Cause they're just like, Hey guys, there's some street food over there. Let's go. You know what I mean? And like, maybe not everyone can stomach that. So I think it just has been sort of part of my journey, but I also have a lot of women that follow me on social um, because they like to see me break through the mold. And I think all, all of you and the women on Branded by Women, we did, we broke through that mold. And um, I'm just gonna wrap up with this one concept that I talk about during my um, 
my event, I'm sorry, the Branded by Women, I'm doing a whole thing on mindset. And I don't know if you guys have heard of the four minute mile. Have you heard the story of the four minute mile? So there's a gentleman that broke through. No one believed that you could actually run a four minute or under mile. Like it was just a known thing. The human body just physically could not do that. Right. So this one gentleman broke through and it was like three minutes 59 point something seconds like it was crazy that he like actually broke through that barrier but what was amazing is a couple months later there was another gentleman in australia who ended up breaking that barrier and since that time there's been about a thousand runners that have broken through that four minute mile so i feel like what a lot of us are doing and i feel like part of why we're growing and growing is because we've done that we broke through the four minute mile and we're like ladies we can do this and then they just kind of keep going so in the beginning it was sort of because of who i had around me and i think it's just sort of grown since then and you guys have a huge part in that as well that's incredible so we have patricia here she's saying women often have such a different perspective it's great to hear a female point of view. Appreciate the event. Yes, absolutely. I think uh, women definitely have a very different uh, perspective. So, um, Melissa, let's come to you. So, um, you know, you, you you said you're an introvert, right? Um, yes. Do you think women need to be extroverted? Do you think extroverts, only extroverts make good speakers? Or, you know, what advice do you have for an for a woman who woman who is an introvert and encourage them just to go out and speak. <laughs> it, that's a tough question because I mean, as a general rule, introverts, you know, they would rather have their computer between um, the world and themselves. <laughs> um, but I don't. I would definitely say that it does not follow that um, that introverts cannot be good speakers or that only extroverts make good speakers because. I think a lot of people were surprised to realize that I'm an introvert. And here's one one common misconception about introverts is that you're inherently shy. Um, yeah. You might be extroverted with people. Uh, and so they might be totally shocked if you say you're an introvert and they'd be like, no, 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 you're not an introvert. I know what an introvert is. And they think of uh, someone who's just super shy, but you, you may have those um, situations with friends. You're totally gregarious, you're charismatic and you're the, the center of everything. But what an introvert, has different from an extrovert is that an introvert needs rest time after. And an extrovert feeds on that. They get their energy from that exchange. An introvert has to gain energy after that exchange. <laughs> oh my God, that's so true, Melissa. Really you yeah. accurate with that statement, sorry. I, I'm 100% extrovert. And so af like after a conference, I slump into like a, almost like a depression when I'm not around humans, yeah. whereas an introvert will go back to their home or their hotel or whatever, and they just start to kind of regain their energy. They start to feel composure. So that's actually so 100% true. It is very true. Yeah. And I mean, definitely, Athena is definitely a person who feeds on, uh, you know, the energy from people and the exchanges and stuff. I've seen it with my own eyes. And I... I love it and it gives me ideas and confidence and all kinds of things to do in the future, but I definitely I go back to my hotel and just be by myself. During this pandemic, <laughs> they're probably way better off being an introvert right now, everyone. So it has, I even saw a meme that said, check on your extroverted friends, they are not okay. <laughs> 
I'm kind of an introvert as well. I mean, I'm kind of similar to you, Melissa. Like, I, I like being around people and talking to people and everything. But yeah, I kind of get uncomfortable if it if it goes on for a long time, and I need to get out. And yeah. I'm kind of afraid of you know, having to do a lot of small talk and <laughs> I get a bit right. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, this is a secret I've never admitted out loud to anybody, and especially not on a live thing, but I have absolutely hid in the bathroom at some events just to gain some energy back. Like, this is hard. This is really hard. <laughs> oh. so I, I would say that in, in an introverted situation, this is one thing I actually speak about in the Be Your Own Hero, um, my presentation, but it can it can absolutely be being someone's hero or coming to their rescue if you um, engage them in conversation, if you are inclusive. That's definitely something to, to think about. But in terms of an introverted woman trying to decide if she should be a speaker or something like that, that's it's definitely out of your comfort zone. And I think that there's this line that people face where it's like, you know, there's a, sort of a new um, popular thing that people are saying, like, I'm, I'm just not going to do things that I don't like. You know, I don't have to put myself in a situation that I don't want to be in and stuff. And there is some truth to that. But I'll say as an introvert, almost everything that you consider doing is outside your comfort zone. And if you just say, like, I don't like doing things that um, that I don't have to do or that I don't like to do or whatever, um, it's, you know, it's good to say no sometimes. That will be everything. <laughs> I'm an extrovert. That'll be the event. That'll be speaking at it. That'll be hosting it. And so if you just um, you just say yes, just have yes as your standard rule, because just like Yana was saying, um, if you get asked to speak or if you invite yourself to speak and and uh, and get the host who, you know, put you on stage, if you have already said yes, you'll make it happen. You'll you'll do it. You'll get it done. And um, and that's really what it comes down to. Put yourself out of your comfort zone because you can increase uh, the the bubble that is your comfort zone and it'll include right. a lot more things that you're, you know, that'll be your superpower now. I love that. And so Yana, what about you? Do you think you're, you know, an introvert, extroverted? Like how, how do you see yourself? <laughs> I vote extrovert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like to consider myself like this little social butterfly. I like to be like among people. I really like to, hang out like you know especially conferences you know like after parties and after after parties are my favorite part like networking like this is why i go to a conference to network to hang out with people with, with people i now call like really good friends and you know like um like you know you feel like you're a part of a family especially like when you see same people on the road like you know different parts of the world just something completely magical you know and uh, i would i would say that i am an extrovert but you would not think that of me when I was there at my first conference, especially the first conference where there were all men three years ago. When I was like the, the, literally the only uh, female person there. And I was I was like petrified. I was just like standing in the corner and I was like, how to approach people? Like, how do I like uh, engage a conversation? Like, I don't know how, how to do that. Like, why would people talk to me? And so I was just like standing in a corner. And then, you know, you Melissa, you said that you, you, you know, you kind of, you know, stay in the bathroom just to avoid people. <laughs> and I remember like going to the bathroom at that very event and I gave myself a pep talk in the mirror and I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, who are you? Like, why are you like just hiding in the corner? Like what's, what's the matter with you? And then I'm like, 
right i should like pull myself together and be like hello you know like i do translations what do you do are you a seller and literally like i gave like a five minute pep talk in the mirror and i i went out from the bathroom i had a glass of champagne that was very important it was some alcohol involved to work on my encouragement and i went out and i went straight to the organizer and i'm like well, what do you think about having me speaking at the conference next year? And I'm like, and at that point, I didn't, I didn't even have an idea that I, I wanted to talk. I was just like, I want to do something which is going to be so super uncomfortable for me. And, and the guy responded, he was like, sure, why not? Like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh my God, like he said, maybe. And like, this is, you know, and I was just like, from at that point, I was like, this is it. This is like my uh, under four minutes mile for me in my life. And I just kind of like went on and on and like talked to other people. And at that point, I kind of started feeling like myself again. Like I'm, I'm actually, you know, super social and I like to talk to people. And I just like started feeling like Yana. And before that, I was just like, who is, who is this person? Like, who are you? Like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you just like not showing your nature because you're scared, you know? And uh, so definitely something, I think it's, um, you build everything with experience and like doing it more and more and more and more until you kind of feel so comfortable in doing uh, a lot of things. And I know a lot of uh, people who are introverts and speakers in our industry. And I just think that, you know, putting themselves out there like more and more and more, they, they will be less uncomfortable one day i uh, i definitely think and i, and I also sp uh, spoke to a lot of them they say like you know it's still uncomfortable for me but you know i kind of enjoy it now you know it's some sort of like that so you, you cannot run away from your like true nature but you can make it work definitely yeah, that's super important. And of course, you know, you have to realize that speaking at conference, especially if you have a service, speaking at conferences will really give you a lot of exposure and, uh, you know, it helps your business. So if you do have a service, I think that speaking at conferences is just so, super, so important. Not only conferences, webinars, podcasts, I mean, just putting yourself out there, it, it yeah, really, uh, really helps a lot for sure. Um, okay, awesome. So uh, let's start wrapping things up over here. And uh, so before we go, what is the one piece of advice uh, all of you have for women who, um, you know, women speaking at conference could be for anybody could be for your advice could be for conference organizers or for women or for anybody. What advice do you have overall on, on this specific topic? Um, Yana, do you want to go first? You're muted. Well, my mic, my mic was muted. Um, yeah, well, for, for women, I would definitely, uh, I would just, definitely say that everything is possible and the only obstacle and something that's keeping you away from succeeding is yourself and your mindset so you know get rid of that mindset today at 6 p.m th that mindset is non-existent and just try to do something uh you know try to do like do something that you always wanted or tried or whatever just to see the reaction because um, you know, like I also, I always thought that it's going to be like a negative reaction, negative response. And I was like doing a lot of overthinking. So don't just overthink and sit and like, just, uh, don't play like imaginary scenarios in your mind. Just like go out there and do it. And for the organizers, I would always, um, tell them to reach out to more, um, uh, to more, to more women, because I think that as you were saying, like, uh, also, you know, the mainstream conferences should be like 50, 50%. Uh, and I'm not saying that all women or all men should get the chance to talk because not everybody has good content. I really think that, you know, even if you're a woman, like woman, 
I don't think you should get a chance to talk if you don't know what what you're doing just because you're a woman. I definitely think this is something that you know we're you know not, not should be putting like you know leaving a room for women who don't know what they're doing because that doesn't do good to anyone. But I would definitely love to see like a fifty fifty percent of speakers like a female versus men. Uh, on more conferences because there are definitely a lot of great great female speakers i mean uh, this uh, women, branded by women conference is going to be more than 30 amazing speakers and every single one of them has amazing content and i just cannot wait to to i'm i'm i think i'm going to listen to everything i'm like so excited to hear some like some of the women i i don't i i have known not known in person um the mindset the mastery marketing there's like so many different things that people would be covering and i also like one of my favorite things to hear like everybody's story you know like how how did people get there you know like a lot of people were in corporate you know like we're doing something completely different uh like i was like uh playing the piano for 20 years you know like uh and then like i kind of got into e-commerce you know so they're like so many amazingly uh amazingly beautiful things that you can hear about other people which can actually make you feel even more connected to them and even more even connected to their story to their personal lives you know it just um it just kind of goes in depth with with everything so i'm just really looking forward to it awesome so we have one comment from rosalie says uh she says thank you for organizing this event i hope we can get a recorded session also it's great to see a woman's perspective. Yes, there will be a recorded session. Um, okay, Athena, do you want to go next? Sure. So I think it's really important to find your superpower. I think that's one thing that the Amazon world uh, delivered for me because when I was able to have some income coming in from Amazon, I was able to kind of self-reflect at what are my skills and what have I naturally been doing my whole life that would provide value to others? What is my actual purpose as a human being? Really? I mean, it was amazing that it took me until like my thirties to figure that out. But once I did, like, that's what I work on. And that's what I speak about. And I speak about it with passion. And the thing is, my presentations might not be perfect. I might not have the exact right thing to say, but I know that at the other end, people are going to feel what I am communicating about. They're going to build confidence. They're going to learn how to network. They're going to learn a lot of things about themselves, about being motivated. And that to me is so important. So I didn't start speaking out of ego or because I thought it would be fun or because I had a service. I had no service. I had nothing. All I had was the intention to help the audience to connect better. And I think that when you figure out what your skill set is and what makes you special, um, and everyone has it like I can and I can pull it out of people, which is really fun. Like if I have a, a cup of coffee with someone, I can talk to them about their 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 background, their skills. And I can actually figure out very easily um, with them where their special ability is. And then when they get on stage and they start to really talk about that, you see them light up and you see everyone else light up as well. So I think that when you speak from the heart and you speak with purpose, it kind of trumps everything else. And it also gives you a confidence that you may not have found before. It also gives you confidence to convince the organizer that it's a good idea to put you on stage because really that's what they're looking for. They're looking for someone who's confident that has something to bring value to their audience. That's what I look for when I'm bringing on speakers. And I know that's what people are looking for with me. So I think the first step is to figure out what part of this industry or this world are you best at? 
that you can provide some real value from your heart. And I think the rest will fall into place. That's beautiful. I really That's love amazing. That. I love it. I love every part of it. <laughs> so we have Shisher. Uh, he's saying, so Shisher is a uh, man's name, <laughs> just to be clear, it's not a woman. <laughs> so, <laughs> he says, uh, hi, Yana, what you said is very right. What holds you back is your own fear and you should break the barriers to explore your true potential. That's very true. And it's true for both men and women, I think. Um, yeah, definitely. I think, both, one, yeah. I think another thing that uh, maybe holds women back is that they are maybe expected to take care of the family and you know we also kind of feel guilty sometimes leaving the kids back you know like if you if you have to go for a conference overseas and you know, spend a couple of you know weeks overseas i think that's an issue as well. so melissa what about you what advice do you have for women who you know want either want to speak at conferences or just women women in in general in the e-commerce uh, world I um, actually, what you just said, I think is really poignant. I think that women uh, struggle with that work-life balance, and um, you know, momming versus working versus wifing. <laughs> you know, like all of that is a really tricky balance. And I think, you know, I think sometimes women will maybe opt out of an event altogether just because they, you know, well, I got to do the right thing. I got to, you know, stay home with my kids. And, you know, whatever the right thing is to you, obviously you should do what feels right. But but again, this is where that, that weird line comes in where something that feels, you know, uncomfortable might be the right thing. And if you go to a few events, if you speak at a few events, you're going to talk to some of these other women who are having that exact same struggle. And, you know, you might find um, some really good ideas about how you can face that, about how you can deal with it. And, um and it, honestly, even if you don't, even if they have no tips and their their tips are like, you know, drink wine all day. Having that um, support group, essentially, of, of a woman who, you know, understands that you have entrepreneurial ambitions, that you don't want to restrict yourself to what is expected. And, um, and they instantly have this kind of understanding of you. You, you have all of these expectations that other people have and have placed on you and that you have kind of grown into or, or, you know, relaxed into. Um, I think that it's okay to be around people who remind you that it's okay to shoot higher. It's okay to dream bigger and it's okay to have, um, you know, to have a hard time figuring out the balance. That's, that struggle is real and it doesn't go away. Like maybe when my kids are in college or something, then I will not worry anymore about going to events. But until then, I take comfort from, you know, the other people that I'm around that, um, that go through the same thing. And one more thing that I will say to that is, um, you know, I loved what Athena said about finding your, um, you know, developing your power. Yeah. Or, yeah, and, and deciding what that would be because then you are more confident when you go to speak. And I love what Yana said about like breaking through barriers and, um, you know, just doing it anyway. I love that. Hashtag do it anyway. <laughs> I love that. A really, really big part of this is, you know, instead of speaking to potential speakers or, or potential, you know, um, event hosts or anything, you know, I want to speak to potential audience members here. Um, this is a big deal. What is happening in the world right now, in the world of e-commerce especially, having a lot of women conferences and stuff, this is for you. 
This is for us. And it's a big deal. And so don't let this be a time where you say, this is one of the ones I don't have time for. Make sure that you go. The the, or the Branded by Women conference is going to be amazing. And you are going to be shocked at how many amazing women are in this space and have been in this space that you just didn't get a chance to meet yet. Um, it's, it's really important to show up and to support all the other women because this is a big deal and this is going to change things for you eventually. So Maglo, she touched upon something so special that I wanted to bring up if that's okay. Um, yeah. that guilt of motherhood that, that, you know, we experience, I mean, I see what you guys do as mothers. Yana's not a mother yet, but she will be one day, maybe if she wants to, but I know that Megla, Melissa and I, we all have children. And one thing that I have really kind of struggled with as an example, China magic always falls on my youngest birthday. Yeah. So I have not actually shared his birthday in three years, which is not fun, you know? And I remember the first time I was in China and I was trying to get my crew to sing him happy birthday. I just bursted out in like ugly crying because I was just so devastated that I wasn't with him in that moment. But one thing to balance is the inspiration that we are giving the next generation for being strong, for being entrepreneurs, for breaking through barriers. And I didn't realize how much of an impact it was having on my kids until recently when my 12 year old actually wrote me a very detailed letter about how much he believes in himself and his future because of me. And my youngest actually bought this for me for Mother's Day. And he oh. says, mommy, you are a star. Oh. And I keep this on my desk as a reminder. So yeah, I mean, there's there's been weeks that I have not been with my children and it's horrible and it's hard and people like to sometimes give you that guilt. And for anyone watching, don't guilt women who are trying to make things happen. You know what I mean? Like we, it is a struggle and there's no reason for you to do anything than empower the women. It's very important. Um, but I do believe that because we are standing up and we are showing them the things that are possible, we're gonna inspire that next generation in a way that we couldn't just sitting at home baking cookies. I'm sorry, it just won't happen. So I just want to acknowledge all the, the women out there that are raising babies and businesses at the same time, because it is not always easy. But I believe that the inspiration that we give them far surpasses those few weeks that we might be missing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very well said. Well, awesome. All of you women um, watching this and listening to this, there's there's been so so many um, you know good tips shared over here. So if you do have um, you know a skill, if you do have a superpower, if you know what your superpower is, go out there, reach out to conference organizers. Don't hesitate at all to you know. If, even if you get rejected once, twice, three times, repeatedly go out there, use different strategies like Yana said, <laughs> you know, make a video for them, be persistent, go there. And I if love you don't that, Yana. Maybe I, maybe yeah. I should. I was, I was actually, this is the first time ever I actually said this out loud, uh, let alone like live streaming. And I'm like, should I be like in, in the middle of this? I'm like, wait, wait, wait maybe, maybe I was not supposed to say this. And I'm like, I'm just going to say it as Melissa said, like say it anyways, hashtag. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. So I hope I, you know, inspired someone or, you know, just but that that's uh, that's true. Like that's what happens every single day out there in all of the other branches, like not necessarily e-commerce, but in everyday life, somebody's going to say no. And you're going to be like, 
see, I, I knew I was not good enough. And this is gonna be like, okay, this is it. And then you should go out there and just like try it again. And if, you, if that's what you really want, like go and get it and, and that's it. And, and it will happen. Right. And support your fellow women, support the, the speakers and support the events that are trying to do this for everybody. Yes, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, go to brandedbywomen.com and register. Uh, it's a free event and you can upgrade if you want uh, lifetime access to all of the videos. So definitely register and check out all the videos. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, ladies, for your time, it's for sharing some great information. Thank you for all you do. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank, thank you. Amazing. All right, take care. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.